The sword and the shark. We swing the sword and we swim with the shark. Spoken word and the speaker separate the light from the dark. It's a pleasure and an art. It starts when it ends and it ends when it starts. Dropping daggers into hearts. You can get the combo or a la carte. The living sword hits the hearts. The shark swims into waters that are deep and dark. Travel with us into another dimension where faith frees people and destroys tension. We preach unity, not dissension or detention. Ascension is more than an honorable mention. This is the way. We are people of the way. We don't wait for tomorrow. We live today. The sword and the shark. What's going on, shark? I am swimming in some deep water. Some deep water today, sir. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Today. Yeah. Oi. Yeah. The oil. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Go get the oil. Yeah. It's 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 a good day, man. It is. It is a good day, and it's really a blessing, man, just to be able to have these discussions. These. On these topics that, again, people don't have the opportunity to really dive into as much as they would like to in, in a regular worship setting. And sometimes even in our Bible studies or even the Sunday schools and other, yeah. even even sometimes in small groups, they're not always able, yeah, you know, to get to the depths of certain things. So It's the scalpel work, man. Yeah. There's need, that needs to be done sometimes. Mm-hmm. This is that. This is the scalpel work. This is the scrape the bone type work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this surgical, man, this surgical here, bro. Uh, approach, man. So, but man, total man, wholeness, completeness. He's not perfect, but he has a winning record. Man, yeah, you, I give it to you, bro. You, he, a home he, run. you know what I'm saying? He, he, home run. you know, it's about having a winning record, record. not a. Perfect record. Perfect record, but a winning record. Yeah. And when you have a winning record, you're successful. For sure. Yeah. Because matter of fact, nobody's going to have a perfect record. No. But you do not want a losing record. No. You don't want to be at a loss in the areas. Let's let's, let's make this clear. We don't want to be constantly in deficits in areas that... God has what giving us authority in and also areas where he expects us to perform in. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So the thing about God is this, he's obligated to do for us what we can't do for ourselves. Correct. Right. But what we're obligated to do are the things that he has given us authority in. And we're obligated to do those. Exactly. It's an obligation. When he says, present yourselves a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable under God, which is what you're reasonable. reasonable. So there's some things that are 
our reasonable service. Bare minimum. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Bare minimum. And the thing about it, we can't stay at the bare minimal forever. Yeah. We got to what? Elevate. So we got to elevate. We got to elevate. God, God expects hmm. greatness. He, he's placed greatness in us. So why not expect that? Exactly. We expect greatness from him all the time. Right. Yeah. And in him is greatness. There's no weakness and there's no failure in the Lord. Um, but just think about that. Even your, your, your greatest teams, the championship caliber teams, mm-hmm. They operate in what? Excellence. Yeah. They operate in greatness. The fundamentals. A- exactly, man. Okay. Exactly. I get that. So there's, so, there's so, Lincoln now. So yeah. it's like, yeah. if we're a team, mm-hmm. we're on we're on Christ's team. We're on God's team. Mm-hmm. Christ is our, he's our head coach. He's our star player. He's all of that. Yeah. Then what are the principles we need to operate in? That would be an excellence. Like in basketball, it would be doing the fundamental things, rebounding, boxing out. In football, it would be blocking properly, Mm -hmm. um, uh, hitting the holes that are assigned, running your route, running your route route properly. Yeah, you know, timing, Timing, all of those things. So in our way of life, because it's not a religion, it's a way of life. It's a Mm -hmm. relationship. Yeah. What are some of the things that are that, that that are that are the the timing type things that are the the fundamental things. I know we got a bit uh, the 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 minimal, mm-hmm. the bare minimum, the reasonable service that's presenting ourselves a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Um, you know, is it um, commune with God, communing with God? You, you have, you know, we can't have a losing record in our prayer life, man. Oh man. Oh. Drill, bro. You, we just started. This I know, thing. man. We, we, we I, in the double. Listen, up, y'all. listen. <laughs> I've been there. I'm deficient on some things. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. We, we can't even be. <laughs> we, we, we can't have a losing record in our study time. Now that is that's a big one. Yeah. And and and, and you know what? And, and this is what I realized too. Hearing a message, listening to worship and praise music. Does not replace study our responsibility to not only study, but does not replace our responsibility to what pray and commune with the Lord to meditate. All right. Um, Those things are good. Yeah. When it comes to worship, when it comes to encouragement and Mm -hmm. inspiration, it's kind of like. You know, you know how we listen to music and it hypes us up and yeah, it get pumps you ready. us up. Yeah, get you but ready. guess what? It gets us hyped and pumped up for the main thing. To thing's. do something, right? Not the just f- to do it. The Not main the fundamentals that we are obligated to, which is what produces some type of outcome, whether it's income, fruit, right? I get it. Whether the thing that we're serving. People, mm-hmm. just like in your business, you right. know, uh, you may listen to something that gets you hyped up for your <laughs> business mm-hmm. to go and and go uh, serve, go check, serve, checking bag flows, yeah, uh, uh, sanitizing people's buildings, you know, COVID, COVID checking the sound, checking sound, making sure everything is at the right level, Correct. things like that. Me and my business, shoot, I got a what communication with my customers um, when it comes to rendering um, great service wait, yeah, all that mm. maintenance you know Man. managing my son you know and and that's that's crucial management exactly 
Management, man. Leadership. Leadership. You have to be somebody that's always, you, you got to have a winning record in leadership. You got mm-hmm. to have a winning record in whatever position that you're in. And so when it comes to God, when it comes to our study time, when it comes to our prayer time, we got to have a winning record in that. Fundamentals. These are the, the fundamentals. Fun, the Christian principles, the Christian yeah. fundamentals, the things that makes us e- what effective. Because we can't serve the Lord outside of the principles that he told us that we need to go by. Correct. I got a question. So give us a peep into yours how do you get ready to study you know like i mean is it like where you, you have an appointed time all not maybe not all the time but when you get ready to study does the lord lead you to a certain part maybe you started in, in acts and you're like you know what i got some intense how do you break out the scalpel well, with that? well the thing what well, the thing with that is first of all where 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 are you in your life mm-hmm. what are you doing okay where are you in your purpose? Where are you? Where are you in your walk? What are your greatest struggles? Yeah. Right. What do you need to improve on? And this takes maturity, right? It to takes maturity it to takes say courage. that. Hey, oh, oh gosh, here we go. It takes courage. It to takes courage to do that. Right. To say that. Courage to admit. To admit. Golly, man, we can't get out of courage. You know, courage. <laughs> courage to admit what you need to improve on. Right. So you remember the we mirror. talked about in the last podcast concerning. Um, the disciples had to have the courage to ask the Lord to communicate. What did I do wrong? What, what why did we, did we not? Why yeah. Why, work? Couldn't, why couldn't we cast out? Mm-hmm. Right. We got to have that same courage to ask the Lord. Okay, God, what am I missing? But then also we need to have the courage to admit what we know is wrong needs to improve. Cause a lot of times we already know. Yeah. Right. So, 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 like, in, in my business, I need to study on administration. Mm-hmm. I need to study on discipline. Yeah. Right? Um, first I, of all. I need to study on procrastination. Communication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. communication. Right? Procrastination I need to st- Ooh. for me and, um, and trying to avoid lackadaisicalness. I don't yes. want to be lazy. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And all oh, that takes effort. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay. Just like I was thinking about, um, Herculean, you know, we, you know, in prayer, you know, is really, you know, Philippians four, six through seven. You know, we talk about that all the time. When you go, you know, uh, Philippians four and eight, you talk about the things that are just, the things that are pure, the things that are lovely, you know, think on these things. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's a peace that only comes from the effort to think on these things. Think on these things. Right. And it takes discipline. Mm -hmm. When when something is agitating me, something is frustrating me. And, and it's good. Mm-hmm. It's good to feel the frustration. It's good to feel the agitation because it it it's designed to improve you, to move you. Because there's nothing you're going to get that's a blessing that's not going to come with some type of resistance. <laughs> that's right? for sure. Ain't nothing. It's, it's not going to happen, man. It's yeah. not going to happen. It's going to come with some type of resistance, even even in management. So that's why sometimes you got to you got to establish things in the beginning yeah. and don't allow certain things to keep going on. You got to establish it quick and say, hey, yeah. no, 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 no. We this is this ain't what we do. This is not what we're going to do. How this is do. what we're going to do. Yeah. Right. But if you keep allowing something to keep going on and on and on and on. 
then it's going to be harder to stop that train, right? Yeah. So if you um, if you're in a an early training, you know, method, you don't want to train somebody up. You don't want to train them to be lazy. You want to train them the right way mm-hmm. because if they learn that way, they're going to perform that way. Exactly. And then they need to know from you mm-hmm. what you desire. Yeah. As this is a good job. Yeah. This is our level of mm-hmm. excellence. This is what we do. Yeah. This is how we perform and serve because in both of our industries, mm-hmm. we serve people. Yeah. You know, we, we serve people and you, you genuinely want them to be pleased with the work that you've rendered, mm-hmm. you know, because it, it takes but this is what I've learned too. a level of that. Yeah. And this is what I learned as well. I just had a customer tell me this morning. They said that uh, every time that they drive up to their yard, they smile. Man, that's great. Right. And I said, thank you. That's great. You know, because we we were, you know, talking about doing some adding some stuff and this and that. Uh, but that was very, very encouraging. And matter of fact, she's one of my favorite customers. But you know what? One of the things that I realized, as good as that looks, always look for improvement. Oh, yeah. Right. Always look for improvement. And if they are satisfied now, don't you be satisfied with the satisfied. Keep excellence. Keep you see what I'm saying? Chasing excellence. There you go. And and you're never going to chase perfection. You never will get perfection. But if I chase excellence, one thing I realize about realize about excellence and consistency is that it looks like perfection. Yeah, man. It looks that way. Excellence. And consistency mm-hmm. are like, yeah, beans and rice is the perfect protein. Yeah, um, yeah. And so that's why we I'm want to. Yeah, and that's why we, when we study, we want to study the word based on where we are. There's no sense in me talking about the covenant with yeah, Abraham. Yeah, I get that. It's it's good study, right? Yeah, but there's no sense in me talking about the covenant of Abraham when I'm in a. I'm in a David situation. <laughs> yeah. Bathsheba situation. Yes. Now, it's good that we, because of my covenant with God, yeah. that God is obligated. So reassurance with that. You know, right? Uh, but right. how do I get through a relationship crisis? Or death. Or death. There you go. How do I deal with um, stress in a business? And you see what I'm saying? Look at how Nehemiah had to continue to what stay on the wall and build despite the opposition. How do you deal with disappointment with yourself? David dealt with that. That's what I'm, you know what I'm saying? And so it all depends on where you are. You want to study based upon where you are. You want to have what you call, and Dr. Darius Daniels brought this out. You want to have focused study. Yeah. um, Purposeful study. You're intentional. Yeah, there's no sense yeah. to me. Listen, I'm single. Why am I over there reading Song of Solomon? <laughs> <laughs> you take me it's, it's, bro, yeah, there's no I reason. Know, bro. Why like, torture oh, myself man. with the You're Song of you Solomon? You're killing me, small. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. No. Yeah. You want yeah. you want some French fries yeah, with that wine burger? In in the meantime, <laughs> go ahead and read about Paul where he says yeah. it's good to be single because you can what? Give all of your time and your effort, effort to, the to the Lord. Lord. 
without it not being divided by yeah. a spouse. He did say a spouse is good if that's the direction yeah, that you go. Take you, yeah. However, if you're single, you don't have to divide that time. Right, I understand that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so there is a blessing in singleness, you know, so, uh, but there's no reason to be reading the Song of Solomon about the breast mm. and the kissing of the lips and yeah. the sweet Man. honey and all that. Uh, yeah, okay, let's move from all that. Of that. Um, yeah, all so of that. all of that, man. So you, you got all that, dog. You, you. <laughs> I ain't talking about no. Chicken from Popeye's. Exactly. Right. What I'm so, about. man, hold on, man. We just going off. We need to get to the subject. Hey, we love y'all, man. This is yeah. this is yeah. this right here, sir, ma'am, is what we call fresh manner. Yeah, fresh. And that's why you love us because we are real to the bone, Jack. Yeah. yeah. So we so but, uh, so we that's want, not where we want we to study all the way strategically, correct, purposefully with intention. But tonight's subject, though. Tonight's subject is not just a a man issue. It is an everybody issue when it comes to the body of Christ. And we want to talk about tonight the courage to surrender. Give it up. Drop it off. (laughs) (laughs) The courage to surrender. The courage to surrender. Surrender meaning so much. Mm -hmm. I mean, surrender can be a little bit of an S word, too. Mm-hmm. Um, in my experience, it's something that is not talked about often either. Yeah, I mean, you know, I see people in worship throws. You know, I surrender, and we sing a song. Ooh. I surrender all. You know, and it is a beautiful, song, beautiful song. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A wonderfully worded song mm-hmm. that will spark something in you. Mm-hmm. But, but um, for me, um, it, it goes also to being from being real. It's a state of contradiction, you know, because how can I how can I even make that statement if I'm not totally surrendered? Mm-hmm. Are we totally surrendered with everything? And I mean, when mm-hmm. I think of surrender, I mean, I had a, a awesome discussion with a brother a while back, uh, one of our other brothers in the faith from another denomination. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about. Um, he asked me about tithing, what I thought about tithing. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm down with that. I want every benefit that the Lord has. I don't care anything that predates the law, you know, and then it can't hurt you. I'm not bound by it. It's not like the Lord saying you better tithe or not. You know, that was something else, but, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm like, um, it does, it can't hurt. And on top of that, yeah. Our tithing, our giving, Mm -hmm. how else are we expecting the church to, Mm-hmm. Move along if we're not all yeah. investing. But I told him it was more about me mm-hmm. surrendering everything to the Lord, even my money. Yeah. Because he had, a lot of people do. We A lot of us have that situation mm-hmm. where it's like, I give the Lord my children. I, I surrender everything to the Lord. I surrender all. But, you know, my pocketbook, mm-hmm. you know, it's that one thing. It's the one room in the house you don't want the Lord to go in. Mm-hmm. But he in the living room, he in the den, he in the kids' bedroom. But mm-hmm. when he go into, can he go into your office? Yeah. Can he get you know? And and I and can he I go into your closet. Can he go into your closet, Jack? Can he go into that drawer where you got stuff here that where the bones at, bro? Where the skeletons at? Yeah. Where the dirt at? Mm-hmm. And it's it's these like, th- yeah, like are like we that. surrendered? Yeah, really. Yeah. The truth is, is that surrender does not always accompany, it's not always accompanied by peace. No. 
You see what I'm saying? There's some things we easily surrender to, but there's some things that we're not so quick to give up. And that's where the challenge is. First of all, let's let's go to the scripture, man. Go let's, ahead. let's break let's, out the shovel. We finna hit the dirt, yeah, man. Let's let's go to the sword. Let's break the let's break the. He finna and Mark, the sword. Mark, yeah. I know, right? Mark chapter ten. Hey, huh. Mark. The Bible says this. Mark chapter ten, verse seventeen. Let me read there. It says, "And Jesus, I'm reading that the New Living Translation." Mm-hmm. And Jesus was starting out on his way to Jerusalem. It, a man came running up to him, knelt down and asked, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus replied, why do you call me good? Only God is truly good. But to answer your question, you know, the commandments, you must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely. You must not cheat anyone Only your father and mother. And the man said, teacher. I've obeyed all these commandments since I was young. Looking at the man, Jesus felt genuine love for him. He said, there is still one thing you haven't done. He told him, go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. Mm. At this, the man's face fell and he went away sad for he had many possessions. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard is it is, how hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? This amazed them. But Jesus said again, dear children, it is very hard to enter the kingdom of God. In fact, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. We may go a little bit further. Hardest words in the world I ever heard. But the big thing right here is there is still one thing you haven't done. Mm. Go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. And at this, the man's face fell and he went away sad for he had many possessions. What do you do when the Lord asks you to surrender the thing that you love the best. Yeah. The thing that you value the most or the things you value the most. So we see right here that Jesus pretty much acknowledged that he kept the commandments that he mentioned. He said, shoot, I I kept them all. But he said, well, there's one thing you haven't done. See, Jesus has a way of looking into our heart. He sees the things that we truly value. And he will challenge us to give up what we love the most. Time. Mm. Your leisure time. My time. Sometimes I value my pride. Yeah. I value my intellect. That, sir. <laughs> the Yeah. Yeah, I value my status, my position, my I know it allness. There's a lot of things that we can possess that we truly value, but that can be in direct contradiction with God's guiding or lordship over our life. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? That that is so. Yeah, That's so, a nail on the head right there. Because what if what we possess 
could be in friends and associates. Oh, man. Basically saying, you know what? You got too many lots with you, Abraham. <laughs> Come out from among them. You know what I'm saying? We call and just, and just because oh, you man. grew up with them don't mean, don't mean nothing, bro. they can go where I'm leading you to. Which is a better place. He said, what treasures in heaven. Now, of course, we, you know, this, this man owned a lot of things. He owned a lot of treasures. I'm really he owned right. a lot of possessions, right? Yeah. But Jesus said that if you give me, you talked about the tithe earlier. Mm-hmm. What if that represented the tithe that he did not want to give to the Lord and, and miss out on a what? On the eternity. Open Could have window been. of heaven right experience. Right. On earth. Okay. Not just. And we're going gonna to tap into something later on, too. I was reading it in the Amplified, and it said, Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how difficult it will be for those who are wealthy and mm-hmm. cling to possessions and status as, as security to enter the kingdom of God. Oh, we finna go there tonight. <laughs> Man. We finna go bruh. there tonight. We are going to go there tonight. I think we talked about this before. I, don't, I can't remember if it was on a podcast. It, it could have been in our just regular conversations that we have. I think it was on freestyle. It could be a freestyle. Yeah. Drill. Shark. Sword, sword, sword. Listen. <laughs> sometimes we do not go past our greatest accomplishment mm. because... We don't want to look helpless. Wow. But we don't want to start over. Some people, it's just like, if I am degreed, (laughs) I I do not want to go outside of what I am degreed in because I have control here. Yeah, and status. I went to school to accomplish this. Mm. I busted my tail in study. I got my thesis right. I, yeah. I, I passed all of my exams. You know what I'm saying? Up 24 hours, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And I did all of this to accomplish this bachelor's or even this master's. Or doctorate. Doctorate, okay? And right now, I'm getting paid very well. So I'm, I'm doing I'm it. in control. Mm. I'm operating on my intellect and my strength. My, my. Okay? I'm with you. But what if the Lord is saying, give that part up and follow me in this area because where I'm taking you, your degree is not going to be enough. Mm. Man, man. What if your managerial position Gives you status and give you authority and it gives you power. Yes. But at the same time, the Lord may be saying, sorry, this is not going to get you where I want you. It's only going to get you so far. Oh, the money you have? No, what I'm asking you to do, you ain't got enough for it. So, <laughs> so what if what God wants to do with us requires that we give up? What we hold on to because we holding on the things that we have power in, that we have the authority in, whether it's our intellect, whether our 
it's our possessions, Control, whether it's our period. status, okay? Mm. And we got to give that up because how can God be Lord when you Lord. we got control? Right. When you Lord. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And just be we, and we and we can oh, and we can stay in a place of humility and say, man, you know, I'm a, you know, I got control, but I'm gonna be humble with this. God is like, yeah, but you know what? I'm still gonna require you. To get in a position where you are totally dependent upon me and not dependent upon your degree, not dependent upon your status, not dependent upon your intellect, not dependent upon your finances. Mm. Hey, bro. No. You see what I'm saying? I show here. Because a true faith walk, a lot of times, will require you giving up what you believe are your strength points. Just to become weak. <laughs> that, that his sufficiency oh, of his grace. What if the Lord asks you to give up something that you can see he intentionally blessed you? I can't. Personally, I can't say anything good. I can't take any credit for it. The job that I have, my aunt, she worked in the housekeeping section in the city of Bartlett for 30 years and put up a little poster flyer at the church one day. Mm-hmm. I didn't have no in- intentions of going into into uh, water uh, treatment and engineering. I come out of that, you know, at school, didn't finish that. But the Lord is so funny, you know, and he ended up putting me right back in there. He gave me that job, the job that I have at the church. The Lord placed me there and taught and moved me. What if the Lord asked you to give up the things that he's given you on purpose? And you can you because you can't take credit for anything that he's done that, that you've done. It's not like I can't say I got I bust my tail and I got three degrees and the masters and whatever. And, the, and I'm not pooping on those that do that have done that because that is a, a testament to your doggedness. You know, everybody has a certain amount of tenacity that God has given you. But mm-hmm. when he chooses to shift your river. Yeah. And which he will. Because there are some avenues the Lord is moving us. He will change the hearts of men. He'll turn them like he turns rivers. What do you do then? And I think that's a tough question that brothers and sisters deal with. When, like you said, the one thing that you don't want to give up, that back pocket money or the little sock that you got way up in the drawer with a couple of little dollars put away, you know, and that he puts his thumb on you on that. Mm Mm-hmm. And you and you obey. Yeah. Now you out here and you are exposed. For me, that in the past had been a fear. Mm-hmm. I can acknowledge that now because the Lord has got me over mm-hmm. over that. But it's the fear being feeling exposed, man. Like I'm out yeah. here. Yeah. You know. And the one thing in this Christian walk has taught me. The DR taught me that. Mm-hmm. It it taught me to going for the first time. Having to lean, having to literally be in a situation where I have to lean on the Lord, bring these words to me, you know, deal, deal, deal. I drew the man, help yeah. me. Yeah. And I'm having to say it in Spanish and these people coming to me, mm-hmm. I don't understand. And you feel totally exposed and out there. And I would say we have to, and our Christian walk help God helps us mm-hmm. with get comfortable with being uncomfortable. There you go. Get comfortable mm-hmm. with being uncomfortable. Get comfortable with being That's the normal, dude. Comfortable. Going from faith to faith is going from out the box to out the box. 
Mm-hmm. That's going from, oh man, I'm out here, mm-hmm. to, oh man, I'm out here. Exactly. And it's a scary place to be at times, you know, that, that exposed, that's the uncomfortable place. So, so he had possessions that he did not want to surrender. Even though Jesus said that, what you going to store treasures in heaven. Okay. You're going to store treasures, you know, store treasures in heaven, but that didn't register well with him because again, yeah, the Bible said he had many possessions. It didn't make sense. Man, so when we have to surrender we, man. things or situations or mindsets, that's a main one that doesn't make sense. So, do this stuff have us, or do we like if you got many possessions, mm-hmm. do they possess you? Because this is the thing people take pride in what they accomplish. Yeah. And I think there's nothing wrong with taking pride in what you accomplish. Especially when you put God first. Yeah. Well, that's if you did. It's that. his, it's his well, just, deal. Well, just you in know? general, because everybody's not a believer. You're so right. they just call it yeah. just in general. We all take pride in accomplishing things. Goal. Right. Goals or goal, having yeah. things or, or whatever. People come from different backgrounds. No telling what uh, situations people come out of mm-hmm. or have experienced just to gain or obtain what they have now, right? Yeah. Everybody didn't do dirty um, just to get what they have. Some people had to struggle. Some people had to fight. Yeah. You know, just think about Abraham getting the son of promise and then being told to sacrifice. Okay. Which, which brings us into a, yes, a surrender, right? But (laughs) check this out, Drill. Brings us into a mindset. Look look at what he said, though. He got the sacrifice. He got the son. They're going to go up, but he told the servants, hey, y'all wait right here. We, we will be back. What faith? That's why they call him the father of faith. Yeah. He already had experiences. Yeah. That's the thing. They had experiences. People who have experiences experiences with the Lord, they understand that when God says, give this up or give this situation up, give them up. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it takes, man, it takes courage. Dude. It takes courage. Because again, oh, our, oh, uh, listen, our, our, our yes to God is not always accompanied by joy. Peace. Understanding. Oh, yes. Clarity. You ain't getting that. No. You know, and God is so unpredictable. <laughs> Man. Big. Because just be- again, he has plans for us. Yeah. He has plans to what? Prosper, Prosper us, to bless us and give us, bring us to an expected end. Yeah. Sometimes he gives us a glimpse of what that end is. He'll let you get a little see. But. We don't always see the process and we don't know in this journey what God is going to ask us to give up. Thanks for listening to the Total Man podcast. We appreciate your listening ears and your open heart. Dude, my mom just told me today, total transparency here, Mm -hmm. TMP. I was at a point in my life where I was a, a little unruly, but 
we were having a discussion today doing some, we always do some production meetings and things like that and some mornings. Mm-hmm. And, but it, it dipped into where we are today. And she said, I tell you, case in point, I gave you back to God. Ooh. Yeah, I gave you, I said, mama, she said, you were heading in a direction and nothing that we could say. It seemed like the more that we said and did, it pushed you further down the rabbit hole. Mm. But the minute that your father and I gave you back to God, Mm -hmm. you saw a light and we saw the Lord turn a one when you surrendered. Yeah. When you surrendered, the Lord did a 180 in your life. Hmm. And I was like, Mama, wow. You know, I had no idea. Yeah. I, you know, you, you want to believe that your parents pray for you. You know, they. I know my mother, or I know my grandmother, my grandfather, and my mom. I know they pray, they pray, they pray in people, but not perfect, but they pray. I had no idea she had gone to Pastor Pegg's. And 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 talk with him on my behalf. I know I did that in her prayer life. That's what she shared that with me that, hey, I we gave you back to God yeah. and then stepped away. And she said it was one month. Exactly. Wow. She told me that this morning. I couldn't believe it. I, I can't believe I'm able to share that this evening. But it's the truth. Wow. You can give your children back to God if you're worried. Or, you know, we shouldn't worry. But if you're concerned, you go. every parent has a concern for their children. Mm-hmm. Give them to God. Yeah. yeah. He gave them to you. And you know what giving them to God My means? My God, man. I'm a product of that. You yeah. know. Give, give, giving them to the Lord is keeping your hand off of it, keeping your mouth off of it. You know, stopping all the fussing, stopping all the complaining, stopping the criticizing. Uh, not saying that it's not going to be done immediately. Yeah, right. But you're going to start to minimize that. And sometimes it takes an effort. Okay, let's go back to Philippians 4, four. and 8. Think on these things, things that are love, love, just, pure. Right? So me giving them to the Lord also is believing the best. Expecting. Expecting the best. Mm-hmm. And, and and that right there, sometimes we got to exercise faith even in our thinking. Faith and expectation. Yes. Yeah. Because it, it starts there anyway. So mm-hmm. as much as I'm, how nervous I am or how um, concerned. concerned, there's nothing wrong with concern. There's nothing wrong with being nervous. But I'm choosing in the midst of all of that to believe the best. Believe that God has it covered. Believe that God has them protected. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they won't get hurt. It doesn't mean that they won't face adversity. Mm-hmm. And we just got to trust that whatever God is allowing in their life it's that for a reason. is for reason and that he's going to what? Educate them, mm-hmm. train them, yeah. teach them. Roll them up. It, through that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so... Amen. But but it takes a mental and emotional effort to say that, God, I not only do I trust you, I'm going to fight back feelings of fear, feelings of anger, mm. feelings of worry. And guess what? I'm going to speak peace. I'm going to speak joy in this situation. Healing. Yeah. And say that, you know what? 
God, I accept the fact that I have no control over this. Man, now that right there. I accept. That's major. The fact that I have zero control over what they do, where they go, all of that. All God I'm asking you to do is just to shield and protect them like you did me when I was at that age. Amen. Bruh. That don't get no more 100. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Ain't no more 100 than that. That's yeah. keeping it one thou out. Yeah. I'm with you on yeah. that. So sometimes we got to give up our concerns. We got to give up our desire for control. Give up our expectations of what we desired. Give up what we That's know. a huge possession, Man, dude. Unreal expectations, dude. You know what I'm saying? Unreal expectations. We got to give it up. They'll make for a, a lonely. Guess Christian what? And walk. sometimes the expectations <clears throat> are, are 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 good within themselves. But it, I might heard Doctor Matthew Stevenson say this. He said, "There's times where we got to give up what we desired out of our own children for them." I, because, I get that. Like I say, I wanted you to go to a four year college. But they want to study metalworking. Exactly. What well, if they want to go with it, just get a two year degree? Right. You know, and then move and, into and a to trade. trade. Right. Hey, man, I know electricians that are millionaires. Yeah. Literally. Mm-hmm. And they didn't go to Harvard. Yeah. And, and, and you and know, study underwater basket weaving. Stuff, yeah. Exactly. So sometimes we got to surrender that. Because what we want out of them is one thing, but at the same time, what is God doing with them? Wow. You just bust my head with that because I I don't want to project Mm -hmm. my wanting little drill to play football or matting them to play football. I don't want to project that on them. And that might not be what God wants. They're clearly gifted in many things. Exactly. They're, they're learning to play the piano. He's gifted with song and someone has some gifts that I have with song, music and, and, and memorizing lines of poetry and things of that nature. Very, very good with that because he, he learns that rhythm and I want to cultivate those things, but I don't want to project those things mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. him. You yeah. know, I mean, I'm going to be tough on him cause I'm a daddy mm-hmm. and I, I believe the art of fathering, <laughs> mm-hmm. there has to be a certain element of toughness, not overly brash, but you need to be a little rough because the world is rough. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not a cupcake mm-hmm. on that level, yeah. you know, but, I don't want him to do that if it's not what he wants to do. Yeah. Because it, it won't be fun. My dad used to tell us that. Before I go to practice, we enjoyed playing football. My friends in the neighborhood did it. You know, mm-hmm. it was cool. It was fun. I enjoyed playing football right up here at church, playing with my friends here at church, friends and family. But he would say, hey, as long as you're having fun, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And it took the pressure off me to perform. And what it made me do was just, hey, I want to have fun. And mm-hmm. then the best came out of me because I wasn't trying to reach some unreal expectation. And he wasn't drill sergeanting me. He was just like, you have fun today? So I'm learning to do that with my sons. Y- y'all have fun today? Mm-hmm. It's cool. We good. Yeah. And I'm learning, you know, because mm-hmm. it's easy to be drill sergeant dad. I think that's easier to do. I think it takes more courage 
to take the edge up to to take to throw the change up. Because mm-hmm. every every one of us could throw a fastball every day. Every one. Every one of us could do that. I think it's more. I saw a video of a brother man in the league. Oh my God! I think his name was Triello. Triello. This brother was striking people out with 45 and 50 mile an hour fastballs. They they could not get a hold of it. I think that I thought that was wonderful. That was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. 58 miles an hour, guys grounding out, lining out, yeah, all day, and he's just sitting up there. I mean, and I think the enemy doesn't expect that. The enemy wants us. To be overly strict. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now we got to have guidelines. You got to have guidelines. Children have to have discipline. Mm-hmm. We have to have discipline. Mm-hmm. But I think the beauty of it is when we we got enough sense enough to know the Lord lets us ease up out there, let them grow, let them breathe a little. Exactly. I think if you hold something so tight, mm-hmm. you'll kill it. And yeah. I think we do that. We do that mm-hmm. in the church. We do that in our work lives. You controlling projects and holding everything. So, yeah. and we do that in our lives, and we end up killing the very things that we love because mm-hmm. we, we choking them out we're instead them of out. holding them and supporting them. Exactly, we're choking them out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that came to me, man. That was yeah. that, man. It's real talk. It's real talk, man. That is, that is That's real rubber talk. on the road, bro. Yeah, yeah. And we got to be careful about. That's a surrender approach. Oh yeah, it it takes courage to surrender the the like the the, thought process. Thought process, man. You know what I'm saying? That's real, man. Yeah. I I mean, that's real. I remember remember Pastor Williams would mess with me about, hey, you know, uh, hug him and Mm -hmm. pray for him and Mm -hmm. smile. I said, man, I'm not finna do it. <laughs> yeah, it was so challenging, man. I'm yeah, like, man, yeah. are you, man, what's wrong with you? When they you know, didn't really how you, you know what I'm saying? But but the thing is, what he what he was basically saying is that doing it God's way, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Man, it Lord, it doesn't make sense. Just like the man didn't want to give up those possessions. Like, what? What do you mean, treasures in heaven, man? What are you talking about? The commandments that I said that I kept, you acknowledge that I kept them because you wouldn't, you didn't say nothing about the commandments, but you said one thing. You mean the commandments wasn't good enough? <laughs> I'm trying to get eternal life, man. And you, come on. Are you trying to get eternal sell life? Sell my possessions. But hey, it comes with a cost. That's the real cost, bro. And what you got to do, it comes with you surrendering. I mean, Sometimes it's the greatest areas of comfort that brings you the the greatest areas of of relaxation, peace that the Lord is asking you to give up. Bruh. Again, it can be that relationship, right? Man, dude. A certain way of thinking, certain you know, something that you intellectualizing that he's saying that no, mm-hmm. that's an interference against my will. Dude. That's in direct contradiction to my will. We're supposed to live Samuel-like lives. And some people do not want, again, get past their greatest accomplishment because it means I will have to be in a state of helplessness. Yeah, moving on. Yes. Frozen. So that means, oh, Dr. Stevenson, oh, Dr. Matthew Stevenson said this. It was... um. 
he said it from this aspect. He said tradition is just frozen success. It's like you, you know, it's a state of frozen. Like I did it this way. Yeah. We did it this way in 89 and it mm-hmm. worked. We, man, we won. We won. But it's 2022. You cannot continue to use an overhead projector and teaching in a class. Windows XP does not work. Windows anymore. XP is not supported. I'm going to tell you something I'm dealing with right now. 3G is not supported, yes. sir. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. You have to upgrade. Dial up is not supported, sir. 56K. And, and, and it's so, and I know, right? And it's, and it's so, it's so amazing how people want to hold on to what does not work anymore or definitely not beneficial. Why, why can't we move on? Um, yes. You know what I'm saying? So I'm asking that. You know, why can't we move because, on? Because again, when there's not enough commune with the Lord, when there's not enough walking with him, when there's not enough uh staying in a state of relationship with him, it's going to be hard to move on from things that we allow to establish us things that we grew comfortable with. Yeah. And he's saying that, no, you're going to have to leave that because we got to upgrade. And sometimes the upgrade means that you got to give up what you have now to get something better. Some, there's some intellect that has to be upgraded. There's some perspective that has to be upgraded. There's some, (laughs) there's listen. Yes. There's relationships that have to be upgraded. So many things that have to, because he's all, he's ever evolving. Dude, I'm, we're running into that now. He's ever evolving. Oh, yes. Ooh, even in our church, I'll say it. Even in our <laughs> church, people are challenged with change. My thing is, if you have, ooh, ooh go ahead. Ooh, ooh. I got something I got to say. Ay, ay, ay. If you got, if you got the first iPhone and I'm about to give you the iPhone 13 for free. Yeah. All you got to do is just we'll transfer your contacts over and everything. But you know what? Mm-hmm. I like the Angry Birds game that I got on this game and it's not supported on the new whatever, whatever. You're not going to trade up for something 10 million times better yeah. for an Angry Birds game. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel sometimes mm-hmm. here in, in churches sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo. Yeah, it's okay. It's of God to do to serve in excellence in another way, and it doesn't dishonor and disrespect. Yeah, my history exactly because history is exactly that. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah, sometimes where's the dishonor in that? Yeah, and because the thing about it, when it's, it's that sacred cow. Where we hold on to a thing that no longer works, nor is it even relevant. Man. And and we believe that once we let it go, that we created some major sin and some major crime. That's spiritual crime. That's the danger of traditionalism. And this, yes. And this is what I found out too. When, listen. When you're not involved with anything that is evolving, then you're going to hold fast to the thing that you did partake in that did produce change at that time. Mm-hmm. Something great. But 
you stayed there. You stayed right there instead of being involved with other things that were progressing. Oh, wow. So if, 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 okay, so if I'm not constantly connected to what's progressing, if I'm not involved in outreach, if I'm not involved with the youth ministry, if I'm not involved with the couples ministry, if I, or I don't really have to be involved. I can just see what's going on and support what's going on. Correct. But it's, if I'm not close enough, Shark, then I'm going to be subject to remain stuck with what I know because I'm not fully engaged or even supporting other things that God is working in and he's visible in. Man. It's Open, as simple as that. Yeah. Openly visible. There's some people that, man, they'll, hey, I would take the old RCA TV with the rabbit ears. Man, we're not even watching that anymore. Bruh, people don't even use satellite no more, bruh. Oh, t- <laughs> For what? Everything, man, is digital. It's, it's, it's coming through apps. It's coming through internet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm sorry. The, the big. Even this I, platform I, we're on right now. It's is, going to evolve to it's something going to else. Evolve to something else, and we're moving. I'm just saying, I don't think there's a devil mm-hmm. in. I think I think there's no, there's nothing wrong with innovation as long as it serves the purpose of of serving Christ and serving His people. Yes, yeah. I think innovation and all of this stuff becomes evil when mm-hmm. the intent shifts. Yeah. And if we could get people to see that, I think more people would be what it would be easier. I got an 87 year old grandmother who is Facebook fluent Mm -hmm. and is I mean, you know, she wants to be relevant on that is where she wants to stay connected because she's in a season where she may not be able to come to worship or to Bible class when it gets dark Mm -hmm. because she's not driving like she used to before. But she's still on wheels now. And I'm saying I'm I'm saying that to correlate that to people maybe not be up in in, in their years, Mm -hmm. but their mind states here she is. She has a quicker and a more astute level mind state than some 40 year olds and 50 year olds that I know because she wants to stay connected. Mm -hmm. And then people make excuses about not being connected when there are all we we have. There is more than enough laid out. Mm -hmm. Facebook, Instagram. YouTube, an app, a website, Mm -hmm. in person. There's no excuse. It is so hard to be a part of a continual move of God when you're not in fellowship with him. That's what it boils down to. Bottom line. That's what it boils down to. If you're not in fellowship, then you're not surrendered. and, and, And again, it's one thing to be saved but it's not it's, it's it's a different thing to be transformed <laughs> oh, delivered because transform requires what a mind renewal that means that the old way of thinking has to upgrade to a new way of thinking that's compatible Ooh-wee. to the transformation it requires effort effort man 
And it's and it's a challenge. Right. But this is the thing. Do we believe that God is who he says he is? Is he almighty? Is he all powerful? Is he all knowing? So we got to view God the right way. This man did not view Jesus the way he needed to view him. That's what that's what we you see what I'm saying from that. See, Jesus went above and beyond the keeping of the law. We he got to the gut, man, and said that. No, oh, I tell you what, let, let's that's at the heart of my Hebrew. Yeah, let's let's brother. let's let's take this part of thou shalt not have no other gods before me to a greater level. Let let me give you an extended version. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Of Extreme. That's that thou shalt not have no other gods before me, right? Mm. Your possession, sir. They gods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the In other words, beans. sell your possessions and give to the poor is almost equivalent to sacrificing uh, and tearing down the idols. Oh, we, there you go. Burning them up. Man. And building something and building a right altar on top of that. Yes, jack. sir. Yeah. Woo! Now yeah. we where we talking about, Jack. Uh-huh. I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 Sa- sacrifice your old way of thinking for a new and improved version that's compatible From with you see. being used by God to be effective in your purpose. I'm living a new life. Right. He asked the disciples, he said, hey. Come follow me. There was a part in the story where they dropped what they were doing and they left their father, mama, at the boat. Right there. Come with me. Was it James and John? Sons of Thunder. Yeah, left Pops there. I know Pops are looking crazy. What the, where are these jokers going? I got the nets. You know what I'm saying? However, though, the Lord provided for their families. Everybody was taken care of. Surrender is so important. Surrender, surrender is. Ooh, he says that. Thank God I moved out. <laughs> I used to hear chairs. To a brand new. Yeah. Love. Check this out, man. <laughs> you got me flying around here, man. I'm bobbing the weaving, Jack. The Bible went on to say the disciples were astounded, right? When he yes. talked about. Um, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. And the eye of a needle was just a small That was the door. entryway into the city, right? And, yeah. And and camels had to Dip kneel down. down. And it was hard. It wasn't impossible, though. Yeah. Because sometimes the way you enter into greater areas, man, you got to humble yourself. Hey, <laughs> 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 folks, shooting up in here. You got that. They shooting. Yeah, yeah, they you, shooting. Yeah, you got to humble yourself. Before the Lord, you got to kneel down. You got to get down low. Take them shoes off. Yes, sir. Right. So anyway, we ain't going to mess with that. (laughs) So easy for a camel to go through the eye of a needle for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Then the disciples were astounded and they said, then who in the world can be saved? They asked. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bro, 100. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what? Exactly. I mean, we blessed. Do I got to? I got to give up my truck. Ooh. I do it. I mean, if I'm saying I don't want stuff to have me, I didn't seen that. Mm-hmm. I didn't seen that, man. What stuff have a joker? Mm-hmm. And they all they talk is about 
you like, hey, man, how you doing today? Man, look, man, I'll tell you something, man. I did two million the other day, man. I'm working. I'm trying to have $90,000 a month here. And do, do, do. And I'm like, man, all I asked was, how, how's, you, how's your day going? Mm-hmm. How, how's, your, how's, your, how's your son doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because sometimes what we possess. How do we stay out of that? What, what we possess as far as things, what we possess when it comes to relationships, what we possess when it comes to positions actually feeds our esteem. Ego. Yes, sir. Ego. Man. It it fuels our feelings of worthiness. And what God says that I want to take, I want you to give up the thing that makes you feel important. That relationship that makes you feel like you are somebody. You know, that position that makes you feel confident, makes you feel so proud. The thing that you're connected to that makes you feel as if you are at the top of your game or what have you. Right. He challenges us in those areas. It's not always a challenge, but at some point, if he sees that things have you or relationships have you or positions have you, you're going to be challenged to give them up. Good God, man. Because idolatry does come in so many forms. I mean, that's the one thing that's like a minefield sometimes for me to, to, to you know, because it's not like, and, and I mean, the perspective of it when you look at it, here in our society, we don't count ourselves as being rich men. Mm-hmm. I don't count myself as being rich man from a possessions type thing. But I do believe that I'm rich in what the Lord. I'm, I know that for me, that's a that's a subjective. Well, that's an objective thing. That's how you see it as perspective. I'm rich in love and the things that I, I mean, for me, being rich is having my family with me and friends and having someone to be able to call if I'm in need or just be able to talk. Some people, man, are they got everything in the world, but they are the loneliest souls. And it hurts my heart. And they won't let people in. So mm-hmm. the loneliness doesn't do anything but predicate. If you want to make friends, first show yourself friendly. And they know this, but they will not do it. For me, that's being rich. Mm-hmm. Possessions, because I mean, I've had, I've not had things before, and that's great. I'm glad the Lord brought us up the way He did. We wasn't poor. We never been poor. Poor is a mind state. The yeah. Lord has always provided some food or something like that. Now, there's a difference between being broke, you know, but you're doing what you're supposed to do. You know, you're paying your bills and taking care. But you look at eighty percent of the world, man. We they're not living like this. Mm-hmm. How can we call yourself poor, man? You got access to running water in three or four places in your home. You have access to mass travel. Mm-hmm. You come to worship and nobody's messing with you. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to worry. We're not worried about this place being blown up. Yeah. Or being raided by some other person in another in another faith because they don't like us. We don't, we're not, you know, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. you know, it, to me, yeah, that's, that's rich, but we focus, we think rich is opulence. Yeah. Of course. You know, like, 
I don't ever wear the same clothes. And then it's, and it's, and it's predicated in the media. They push these images to you. I, we guard our children and I have to, we have to do it ourselves. Guard our eye gates and our ear gates. Mm-hmm. Because if, if I slip, I'll be trying to, man, next thing you know, I'm hey, man, that, that Gucci belt show look good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with having nice things. I'm yeah, not saying that. Yeah, exactly. But I'm saying for me personally, a Gucci belt d- ain't going to do nothing. You can't, I can't have a pistol on it. I, I don't feed me. Yeah, it, it don't have, have no air condition it on it. It can't, it can't have us. I can't spend 900 on a belt. I can't see it no way. <laughs> the purpose, man. Bruh. If it don't got a purpose in my life, belt hold my pants up. Oh my gosh. Total Man Podcast. Swimming with the shark. And you are swinging with the sword. Okay, so let, let's take it even deeper with let's this go. surrender. Okay. He said in Matthew uh, 10 and 7, 10 and 37, it says, Anyone who loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. So we're talking about the closest individuals. The most intimate relationship. Mother and father, 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 son son or daughter. daughter. But he says that if you love them more than me is what not worthy of me. If you can't surrender them to a degree that where Mm. that surrender is pleasing to me, if you can't do that, then... My relationship with you is already a strain. You got to love Jesus more than you love your children. Yeah, and, and it means that don't deny them, don't neglect them, yeah. but he has to be first. Correct. Right? I'm with that. What if your marriage requires that if you're going to represent Jesus, mm-hmm. what if your marriage requires that you give up certain family members? Oh, man. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. What if your position at your job, which is to glorify the Lord in what you're doing, requires that you give up certain friends? Yes. At your we. You see, what if your call to ministry requires you to give up certain ways of thinking that's going to make the ministry ineffective? Oh, we, you know, people who pray to the universe, what What you give to the universe will give right back to you. Talk like that. Is that, is that, that's new ageism. Okay. Yeah. Uh, What if God moving in your life requires you to give up that mentality? What if we, what if, if you're looking for the Lord to bless you with a mate or someone, you know what I'm saying? Someone that you can be compatible with. Mm-hmm. What if it requires you to give up looking at the horoscopes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And wearing shirts that say yeah. Scorpio season. <laughs> what a maroon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just, listen. Oh, Surrender. Surrender, uh, surrender comes in so many. Well, we talked about the courage to move. We talked about Abraham, mm. and and when you read the story, he had to get out of his father's house to leave, out of his country, away from his kindred, and go and start walking. 
Just start walking. As you're walking, I will give you instructions, but I need you to start walking first. That was a faith mood, man. He didn't know. He just said, God said, just go. You don't know where you going. You just got to just get out of there. Like he couldn't do what he wanted to do in Abraham with him there, though. I understand. Exactly. Right. So pagan worshiping this time. too. And so what God wanted to do required him to get away from certain cultures. Right. Get away from family dynamics. Hence, they called him the the Jeep. It meant to be a wanderer. Yeah, exactly. So but it's the same. It's the same thing. You have to surrender certain things. Mm. To get the best that God has for you requires you to surrender things that you're comfortable with holding on to. It don't make some things don't make them bad. But what if God is telling you to give up something good for something greater? Man, when you give up the good for the and sometimes great. we comfortable with the good. But what is God is saying? I need you to get rid of that good and get mm. with something greater. I need you to leave the company that you're working for and start your own. <laughs> yeah, ready. Surrender. Yeah, that's a mean one, bro. So you can, you know, yeah. man, you know, you got I already got 14 days vacation or 21 days vacation. Um you know, uh, 14 days, uh, personal PTO, you know, that, stuff like that. You got a bonus oh. coming up, you know, that good Christmas bonus you be getting and, you know. It take real, that's a real leap of faith. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Even in the, in this market, in this world. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the, give that up. Give security. up the comfort of going to a place where you know you can clock in at a certain time. You clock out at a certain time. You know the routine. You know, you don't have to worry about, you know, the, the day-to-day operations of trying mm-hmm. to run a business and run several employees and things like that. You got Because you are an employee. You just clock in, clock out, do your thing, right? It's like. And go start your own. It's like doing the hokey pokey. That's how I, it feels with me sometimes when you, when you, you know, you work in another job and you got, you know, your own personal business. You, you got one foot in, you got one foot out. <laughs> when it's only so long, that's going to work. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you're going to have to, after you shake it all about. Yeah. You know. And, and it's like I say, it's one thing because we're good at surrendering things that don't. We don't value. It's easy. Stuff you don't want, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or stuff that you now know is not good for you. Exactly. Oh, I can right? I, I can get it. Because you know why? Because it's it's giving it's it's dishing out immediate consequences. Man. Man. <laughs> it, yeah. It dishes out immediate consequences. Ooh, I ain't gonna do that. That'll bust your head. Exactly. That'll get your head bust. Mm-hmm. Some I, things we can't eat anymore. No. You know what I'm saying? I don't eat too much hog no more. We can't because what? It's going to give out immediate consequences. Bruh, your head going to be tight as a six-string guitar. Yeah. But now we're in situations where there's some things that don't necessarily bother us. We're not dealing with consequences from it. And they are actually good things. The God said, well, no, I need you to get that up because I got something better. No, I, I, I like this over here. Yeah. I had, a, I had a young, Steel. I had a young cousin say something like that to me once. Mm-hmm. He was like, "We can't give God the sacrifice we want to give to Him." Mm-hmm. Look me dead in my face. That's man, he young brother. I love him to death, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Trey, dude. 
That was major. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, man, we can't give you, you know, oh, yeah, you good at this. Oh, I'm the best. You the best Sunday school teacher in the world. Oh, Lord, I want to do this. What if the Lord is asking you mm-hmm. or telling you? Yeah. And he opens up, puts you in a position of leadership like a deacon. You ain't asked for that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Yeah. You want to be a leader? When a wise old man told me, you know, you, you manage protocol, but you lead people. Mm-hmm. And the Lord take you to a whole nother level. You know, you know, you sometimes I think we can fantasize the positions of you get comfortable with 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 following because mm-hmm. there's a there's a um, a certain level of comfort in knowing, hey, they got to make that decision. But what happens when the Lord elevates you mm-hmm. and now you the man? Yeah. Yeah. The outcome hangs on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. You got to be prepared for that. You got to be the first one in and the you last one leaving. Brother. Oh, now that I know a lot about. Yeah. We all do. Yeah. If you're right. in any kind of real leadership position, exactly. brother. You, you, know, they, they, you got, you got to go. be the one that's going to lead by example. Brother. You got to be the one the that's spear. going to speak mm. the difficult thing. The hard thing, while people sitting back and watching you, mm-hmm. and they ain't gonna say nothing. They watching TV shows. We having hard combos. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got to be the tip of the spear. Mm-hmm. I, I I learned that. Even the trailblazer. Yes, sir. You got to blaze trails. You got to create new pathways. Mm-hmm. Mm. I remember just like the other day, I had to go and, and take care of a yard that has not been cut all year long. Jungle fever. Right. It really ain't been cut since October of last year. And thankfully they did, you know, normally cut the grass slow, but it was, it was, high. it's been, I had to spend two hours on, on, on that yard last Saturday and they had to come home and, and, uh, prepare for a message Sunday. Right. Oh man. Yeah. Bro, we worn, I was worn out that whole week. Bro. And then not to mention, I sat up there and we, me and me and my son worked all the way to 745 that evening just to get everything caught up Friday. Mm-hmm. Then had to get back, back up Saturday and go take care of that. And then, you know, did something else. And then I had to, man, it was an interesting, but it's leadership, but this is the thing I had to go and trailblaze that yard and get it prepared for a bi-weekly service for the rest of this summer. That's a lot of work. You see what I'm saying? But I had to trailblaze that thing mm. on my own, mm. <laughs> you know? And so, and just like, I, you know, sometimes I got to go meet customers, you know, drop them off and I had to go run and do this. Mm. Man, surrendering my time, surrendering my relaxation, because some things require you to surrender your comfort. This is called yeah, what it is. It is. Surrender your comfort. And this is the thing. Mm. I got to surrender my want to for God's will. Man, that another rubber meets the road moment. Surrender my want to for God's will. We talked about in, in the previous podcast, the courage to ask. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where do I need to improve? It was kind of like, you know. How can I, you know, how can I get, get eternal it? life? Mm. Okay. Do you really want to hear the answer? Yeah. Because this is the thing. Salvation is free, but the kingdom costs you. Yes, sir. You're not getting the kingdom for free. 
The kingdom is going to take effort in the area of sacrifice and giving up your will. Yeah. Yeah. For the greater. And it's not a gamble. It's never a gamble. You know what I'm saying? It's never a gamble. I think that's the carnal feel of it. Mm -hmm. Like you gambling. Like, oh, if if I do this, nah, man, the Lord ain't asking you to roll no dice. He's asking for us to surrender. Yeah. I think that's the that's the best way to put it. Giving up the good for the great. Giving for the good for the great. That is very good. Yeah, giving up the good for the great and giving up my want to for the will of God. For the will of God. Giving up my comfort for greater peace, greater joy in the end. Yeah. I think comfort is a is a low key idol. Mhm. Bruh. Yeah. Comfort and your schedule. Like I, I you know, the mm-hmm. Lord called me to prayer in the morning. But that doesn't fit my schedule. Compromise. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. And this is I, yeah. you know, can can God disrupt your schedule? That. I need to sleep till six. Who said you need to? Who said that? If the Lord call you to do it, he'll empower you. If he call you to it, he'll empower you yeah, to do we'll, it. Yeah, but we'll we'll wake up at 5.30 to go to the or game. 5 o'clock, you know, to, to uh, the food with somebody that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's talk about this right here. The disciples asked, then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them intently and said, humanly speaking, it is impossible, but not with God. Everything is possible with God, right? Mm-hmm. He goes on to say, then, then Peter began to speak up. We've given up everything to follow you. Lord, we surrendered everything. We gave up the boat. We gave up the fishing. Right. We, we, we left our family, you know, all the other stuff that we did just to follow you. But this is what Jesus said. Yes, Jesus replied, and I assure you that everyone who has given up houses or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or property for my sake and for the gospel's sake will receive now in return a hundred times as many houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children and property along with persecution. And in the world to come, that person will have eternal life. So basically what he's saying in which the rich young ruler didn't stick around long enough to see how Jesus can take what he was given up and flip it into something greater. In this life? In this lifetime. Jesus said that whatever you give up in this life to follow me, whatever you surrender in this life to follow me, if it costs you pain, if it costs you frustration, if it costs you discomfort, if it costs you money, if it costs you family, if it costs you friends, if it costs you a job, if it costs you a position, he said that whatever you give up, he's given back 100 times better in this life. That's his promise. Man, man, in this life. Apostle Ron Carpenter said, and I was at Redemption, March of 2015. He was teaching on the shipwreck series. And this was, I think, shipwreck part three. But he said the reward will always be greater than your cost. Man, what an investment. The reward (laughs) is greater than the cost. So whatever you surrender, the reward that comes 
from your surrender is always going to be much greater than what you gave up. You cannot lose with God. Whatever sacrifice that he calls us to, the reward will always be greater. Man. The reward will always be greater. And that's, and that's the part that we have to trust God in when it comes to what he's asking us to surrender for his will, for his purpose for our lives, for his glory to be revealed to people. That is, And that's a comfort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know give, what I'm give, give up your desire to retaliate when someone. Yeah. And, you know, you comes at right. you wrong. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's a definite sacrifice, mm-hmm. you know, to get back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Give up your clap back. Give up the clap back that you would like to clap back with. Uh-huh. How, but about, I, how about give up your clap back uh, for silence? Sacrifice of silence. Yeah. Give up your desire to go off for just walking away. It, it, it comes in so done. many areas. It comes in so many, man. Surrender comes in so many forms. There's a lot of things, man, that we deem valuable. We hold a lot of value to it. Counterculture, man. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But the reality is this. What if the thing that you value is the thing that God is saying, give, give up. up? But the thing about it, again, whatever we give up for the Lord, the reward is greater. Than what we give up. Dude. And he said a hundred times. What, the, what does that mean? That means that whatever we give up, we get upgraded versions. <laughs> because just like he said, brothers and sisters, mothers, whatever, mm-hmm. houses, land, land or property. property. A hundred times don't necessarily mean you get a hundred times in numerical. Mm-hmm. The hundred times is quality. Upgrade. That's real value. That's real value. Mm. That's real value. Real value. Real value. If it costs you your joy. Ooh, wee. Ooh, wee. If it costs you your peace. Ooh, wee. The reward. Think of what a hundred times more intense feeling of peace and joy. Or joy. Man, that is that is wonderful. Mm-hmm. So we all challenged with mm. surrendering something or several things. Is God worth you surrendering what he's asking you to surrender? Yes, he is. Is he worth the individual he's telling you to give up those relationships with, those associations with? Is he worth giving up your intellect, mm. <laughs> your expertise, your will. Yes. Is he worth giving up certain family members? Mm-hmm. Is he worth giving up your traditions? Is he worth giving up meet and greet? Yeah. Some things are not daunting, mm-hmm. but some things would appear to be daunting. Mm-hmm. Like when people hear family, mm-hmm. but you know, <clears throat> I'm telling you, my mother, mother gave father. me back to God. What do you say? Can you love mother and father or sister, more than brother, you. more? Or you're not worthy. Son or daughter. And he's not, he's not saying shun family. What he's saying is that family should not take precedence over him. Correct. Because think of, look at what they did to follow. Even Jesus, when they said, when he was in a house with the disciples, people outside said, hey, Hey, Jesus, your your brothers, your mother and your brothers are out here. 
And he said, who are my mother and my brothers? And he looked at the disciples and said, these are my mothers and my brothers. He said, why? Because they do the will of the father. So if you're not doing the will of the will of the father and you call yourself connected to me. You shouldn't be connected to me in that fashion. Because if you're not doing it, bad company corrupts good character. Every time. It's. Yeah. So surrender, surrender, surrender. surrender. We need courage to surrender. Some things God is telling us to surrender. And then there's some things we know we need to be surrendering. Yeah, that's where. Let's just call it what it is. There's some things we know we need to be putting down. There's some relationships we know we need need to put down. There's some numbers we know we need to be deleting. There's some people we know we need to be blocking. (laughs) There's some places we know we need to stop going. There's some things we need to stop looking at. There's some things we need to stop eating. There's some things. Yeah. So, come on. Yeah. Surrender goes in so many areas because God wants us physically healthy, emotionally healthy, and spiritually healthy. What do we need to do to achieve those areas? There's some things we know. Total man. Some things we know. And there's some things we actually don't know because he will hit us with a surprise. Dude. Hey, give that up. But if I'm walking close enough. If I'm in commune with him enough, then my trust in him is greater than if I was not with him. That's why Abraham said, we'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back now. My prayer for those that are listening is this. Is that whatever he's telling you to give up. Give it up. The reward is greater than the cost. And also, not only is reward greater than the cost, that reward, what he's saying, he has a promise. What you give up now will turn out to be a hundredfold return in this life. Mm. What you sow that you in sacrifice. That you shall reap. What you sow as a sacrifice, mm-hmm. meaning that what you give, whatever time you give up, whatever thought process you give up, whatever ideals mm-hmm. that you give up practices that you give up. It's going to turn out to be a hundredfold return in this life. To me, that's what gives me comfort. This life. He said this this life. life. He didn't say the life to come. come, Because can you imagine having to give up so much stuff and you're not getting a return on it? He is concerned about you experiencing heaven on earth on your way to heaven. But the enemy would have you to think that is. Only for the by and by. He would have you think that. But if you, again, if, if, you if you're not in the word, if you're not in the word, we don't study. You're not in, you got to know what the word says. If you don't know what the word says, you don't know what his promises are. There is a reward for the sacrifices. Oh, he, man. If you there know. is a reward for the sacrifices. The freedom in that. There's a reward for the the sacrifices and the rewards will always outweigh what it costs you or what you are challenged to give up. May the word of God give you the right perspective. Surrender. Give it up. Surrender. All of it. That's our prayer tonight for each and every one listening right now again. The reward is greater than the cost. Have courage to surrender surrender. that you may experience the hundredfold.
we got to be we got to have courage to give up the good for the great for the greater man we swam in some deep water. Here we go again. We in the Mariana Trench this evening. <laughs> <laughs> you can always check us out on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. And yeah. even on Anchor. Yep. Spotify, anywhere the podcasts are held. Total Man Podcast with the Sword and the Shark. We're going to be in your tank and in your back with the Sword, Jack. Yes. Look forward to chatting with you soon. Later, fam. We out. This podcast will influence you to be the total man that God has created you to be. You have been swinging with the sword and swimming with the shark.